from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. You know, uh, got another great opponent coming up. You know, heard the news like you guys did yesterday with uh, with Coach Patterson. My heart breaks for him. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. David, the first team how would you how would you expect TCU to react coming into Saturday? I think they, I think they're going to be very motivated. I think there's a rivalry to start. I think um, you know they're um, you know I think they will their pieces are there. The talent is there. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. I can remember coming up as a young coach and uh, finding kind of bootleg videos of Coach Patterson putting in a defense. And, um, you know, there's like a five-tape series somehow that was filmed, and I've got two tapes. And I'm trying to find, like, where the other tapes are at. And, you know, um, I had my um, Hotmail account and trying to find people that have this and have that. What is this coverage that he's talking about? Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Coach Dave Aranda in the open. He and the Bears headed to Fort Worth to play TCU without Gary Patterson on Saturday. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We say that because uh, I'm sure all of you, most of you know, Gary Patterson and TCU parted ways on Sunday. Jerry Kill has been uh, named the interim head coach there. He has been an assistant to the head coach at TCU. He and uh, Coach Patterson are reportedly very good friends for many, many years. So Jerry Kill will step in. He had his press conference today. Dave Aranda's was yesterday. The uh, TCU press conference was uh, today. And we'll let you hear a little bit from uh, not only the interim head coach at TCU, Jerry Kill, but also from Jeremiah Donati. He's the athletic director. And uh, Aaron, I don't know if you listened to that when you were putting that audio in, but he was he was – very open and really went through the whole situation in great detail of what happened uh, with uh, Coach Patterson on Sunday. Yeah, um, I don't want to, you know, no spoilers because we're <laughs> going to play it. But, yeah, it's it's a very interesting clip. It's about, what, three and a half minutes? Yeah, three and, and a half uh, minutes, yeah. And, he, you know, he doesn't he – doesn't, he, he, um, he, he doesn't – well, I mean, he relays the story basically, you know – Warts and all, I guess, yeah. you know, I mean, he, he doesn't try to gl- make it sound like it was, you know, happy time or or that he was did everything right. You know, he just tells what happened. You right. know, 
and uh, he confirms uh, the story, the reports, <coughs> excuse me, that are out there that they wanted Gary Patterson to stay on, wanted him to finish the season, find another spot for him in the athletic department. And uh, Coach Patterson basically said, nah, I'm good, I'm out of here. <laughs> and he was as of Sunday. Although there's another report that's out there that he was back in the building on Monday which to me seems really odd. Have you seen or heard that? I'm probably saying goodbye to the players. That's I, odd, though. You know, that's that's really odd. It's odd that they would let him do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's the odd yeah. part. Yeah. We'll, I, I, we'll ask Matt. Matt would know. Matt yeah. and Gary are good friends. So sure. uh, he would know about that. But uh, it, that just, to me, seems very odd. And, you know, it is an odd situation with a coach that's been there that long uh, all of a sudden is gone. So, you know, not out of the realm of possibility at all. Maybe gave him a speech to try to get him fired up for this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, win, maybe. Win one for the, <laughs> win one, win one for the Gipper. Yeah, or, you know. yeah, it could be. Uh, he, he might have relayed to them how much he dislikes Baylor and <laughs> how much he wants to win that <laughs> game. So uh, that is the game Saturday, Baylor and TCU. 2.30 is kickoff time from Amon G. Carter Stadium in Fort Worth. Our broadcast here begins at 10.30 a.m., uh, Tom and the crew for Game Day Live will be in Fort Worth, and that uh, is on the air at 10.30 Saturday morning, 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, Derek Smith and company for that, and then uh, the game at 2.30 Saturday right here on the ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, television on Fox on Saturday. So uh, looking forward to that coming up on Saturday. We'll hear from Coach Aranda again on the Baylor Coaches Show tomorrow night. Again, not from Rudy's this week, but uh, here on ESPN Central Texas, an hour earlier than normal tomorrow night. Um, so we're shuffling things around. Here's, here comes the, uh, the great overlap between football and basketball. Uh, it's one thing for people who have to make decisions on, you know, maybe which event they're going to go to or – as was the case last Wednesday, if you're coming to the Baylor Coaches Show or going to see Baylor women's basketball, uh, it's a, just a decision to make there. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, the situation is this. Uh, you guys here at the station have been kind enough to b allow us to bump up the Coaches Show an hour. So it will air 6 to 7 tomorrow night here on ESPN Central Texas You'll hear from uh, Ryan McGuire, Baylor volleyball coach, going into their big uh, week, hosting Texas Friday and Saturday. Then you'll hear from Dave Aranda as well, coach of the 14th-ranked Baylor Bears. But that will be 16, 6 to 7 tomorrow evening, 6 to 7. Then at 7 o'clock, we'll go to the Farrell Center and right at tip-off, uh, bring you coverage of the Baylor women's basketball second and final exhibition game against West Texas A&M. So Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm uh, over the airwaves for the first time together with the broadcast tomorrow night beginning at 7 o'clock of the Baylor women's exhibition. So a lot going on, uh, suffice to say, and a lot of fun, and uh, re really so great to uh, have the kind of relationship that we have with our flagship station here that – we can look at it and say, hey, could you do this? Would you mind to do this? And, you know, we want to be uh, respectful of, of, you know, your shows and your things you've already sold also. But uh, it really is a uh, great working relationship with, uh, with Gary Moss and Tom Barfield and everybody here at the station. We sincerely appreciate that. 
All right, a uh, couple things to mention. Uh, World Series resumes tonight. Aaron, you want to jump in here? This is Astros. Go Braves. There you go. All right, Astros-Braves coming up tonight, <laughs> game six, back in Houston. I am, for one, pulling – I'm pulling for the Astros all the way through, but especially tonight. Of course you are, because Mrs. Morris is – That's right. Yeah, you know I mean, that. Yes, that's a, <laughs> you're a smart man. <laughs> that's exactly right. I'm not, she's not going to sit on the couch and pull for the Astros, and I sit right next to her and pull for the Braves. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Just sit there and boo right in her ear. <laughs> boo, cheaters. She was, no, she was uh, hitting a trash can for some reason. I don't know what that was all about. But <laughs> – but game six is tonight, and I'm really for the Astros tonight to get it to a game seven. You know, I just love game sevens. And if the Astros were to win tonight, that's what would have happened tomorrow night from Houston, Astros-Braves World Series. Game six tonight. Be fun to watch uh, on Fox Television this evening uh, from Houston this evening. Also tonight is the uh, debut of the college football poll, uh, the rankings out tonight, 6 p.m. on ESPN Television tonight. So, uh, Aaron, that'll be interesting to see. A lot of times, you know, it sort of goes chalk with the uh, with the Associated Press poll uh, and what most people think. But sometimes, you know, there are some curves in there and uh, curves that, that the committee looks at in a different way than the voters, knowing that it'll auto-correct, you know, over the course of the next few weeks. But be interesting to see the first college football playoff poll release released tonight. Yeah, I want to see what they do with Cincinnati. I want to see how yeah, bad, how yeah. bad they're. How can you drop them? I don't know, but they'll find a way. Yeah, I, I mean, I just that would be hard to explain. And, th and there's been national people that have said it. You know, uh, that they're going to find a way, even if they stay undefeated, to keep Cincinnati out. Yeah, but it's it would be hard. Say if Alabama lost in the SEC championship game, there's you can't put a two-loss two Alabama yeah. in ahead of Cincinnati, yeah. and you're basically saying it doesn't matter what you do. A non-power five team is never going to make the four-team playoff yeah. if Cincinnati doesn't get in because I mean they have wins over Indiana, uh, Notre Dame. You know they scheduled right. <laughs> they, For they, this reason, yes, they yeah. scheduled, uh, and SMU losing to Houston is going to hurt them, but. It shouldn't hurt them that much, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's mm -hmm. still it's a good SMU team, even mm -hmm. though they won't be undefeated. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what the rankings will be tonight also. 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN for that. So uh, we will watch that with great interest coming up this evening. All right, take a break. When we come back, uh, as I mentioned a little bit later, let you hear from the TCU press conference today. Jeremiah Donati is their AD, and Jerry Kill is the new uh, interim head coach. Uh, this week, we've got to be very careful, Aaron, uh, right through game time. You know, we've got our Jerry Hill, but this is Jerry Kill. So right. we've got to be very careful and make sure folks don't get those two confused. They've got Jerry Kill. Right. We have Jerry Hill. Jerry Hill. Right. Thrill Hill. Thrill Hill. Yeah. He should maybe just be Thrill this week. So I don't think that that's the TCU coach's nickname. That would that would <laughs> thrill kill yeah no i don't i don't think that'd <laughs> don't be very so. appropriate so i don't think probably not. i don't think that we will get those confused no. but yeah i mean it's uh you know uh jerry's been around a very 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 long time so i don't <laughs> think that we'll get those two confused <laughs> i remember <laughs> shots fired <laughs> i remember jerry coming when i was in college to speak to our uh to our at to to the uh 
MCC newspaper staff. Oh, cool. I was the one that set that up yeah. because I wanted to be a oh, sports cool. writer. So. Young Jerry Hill. Yeah, oh, well, he was, he was I don't know, probably in his 40s at that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a younger Jerry. Younger, <laughs> we can say that for sure. All right, Jerry, I'm just kidding, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you. When we come back, we'll hear from Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Always look forward to visiting with him this week. I've got some questions for Paul Jobson. <laughs> we'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy this evening with showers moving in overnight. Low temperatures fall to 52 degrees. Tomorrow, pack the umbrella, rain gear, and you'll need a jacket as showers are likely. It's going to be a very cool day with temperatures holding steady in the low to mid-50s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and 15, Jones fires it over the middle, and there's Diggs. Only heard here. With a deflected interception, left sideline, 10, 5. All season. Of course it's Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's Dallas and Denver this Sunday morning at 11 on your home for the Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Hey Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just want a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Kansas City Chiefs got a win over the Giants on Monday Night Football 20-17. Von Miller is heading to L.A. to join the Rams after a trade. The NFL trade deadline is today. Derrick Henry is out with the Titans, and they have added Adrian Peterson to their practice squad. Mike McCarthy has said Dak Prescott should be full go at Thursday's practice as the Cowboys get ready to take on the Broncos on Sunday. The College Football Playoff Selection Committee first selection show is tonight at 6 on ESPN. 
Game six of the World Series tonight from Houston. Garcia will get the ball for the Astros. The Braves lead the series 3-2. First pitch at 7.09. Catch the UMHB Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Here's the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios, and pleased to welcome in Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson, uh, soccer coach slash Little League dad, uh, all those good things. It's good to see you out at the, the Little League Park last night. Yeah, it's been fun uh, spending our, our uh, Monday nights out there at the Little League <laughs> Park. It's, it's a nice new thing for our family, for sure. Yeah, a new sport for y'all, right? Adding baseball to the mix. Yeah, outside of the our yard, yes. Yeah. Organized, <laughs> I should say. We've not done the organized thing. Gotcha. Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, appreciate your time. Thanks for being on with us. Uh, tough loss down in Round Rock. Tough loss. 1-0 uh, to West Virginia on Sunday in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament. Uh, it, it seems like, I mean, it's a tough loss, but it seems like y'all did some things really well there. Just, uh, just couldn't, you know, couldn't put the ball in the net. Yeah, I mean, I thought our team played played really, really well. You know, we competed hard. I mean, it was a it was a very competitive game. It was going to take a, an incredible goal um, for somebody to win that thing, uh, and that's what ended up happening. You had two great defensive teams, two great goalkeepers, um, and it took an amazing, amazing goal by their team. Uh, you know, credit them a great, great shot that no no goal country is going to save. I mean, upper ninety, uh, far side, just curled around. It was a brilliant shot. So. Credit to them for being able to pull that off. But, you know, I thought we played well. We had some chances. Um, but, yeah, just a really good, a great game, great tournament game. Um, obviously, we wish it had gone the other way, but uh, it didn't. But we're proud of, you know, how, how we played um, up through the match. How, uh, how many shots on goal did you all have? How, how many, did you have any close opportunities, just didn't quite knock it home? <clears throat> yeah, we had some good opportunities. Goalkeeper made some good saves. Uh, had some great services into the box too. That goalkeeper has a lot of range, so even some services that we were they were right on target going towards you know players making great runs in. Goalkeeper comes out and makes some really good plays. So a lot of opportunities that quite a few shots and some shots on goal, but also some opportunities that never came to fruition just because their goalkeeper's got some range that uh, she played really well that night too. Yeah, and we saw uh, we saw West Virginia in Waco, your uh, senior night game, last home game of the regular season. She was really good that Sunday afternoon and just continued that uh, into the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, super athletic kid. Gets to a lot of things. You know, uh, through the season, she had, has, has dropped some things. Um, and then, unfortunately, that didn't fall drop our way uh, during our matches. <laughs> but she was able to hold on to things better during our matches and – but yeah, good good goalkeeper. Just just like we've got a great goalkeeper as well. It's tough for teams to score. So, um, but yeah, we saw him, we saw him twice within I think a week. Uh, two re- really really great games. Our conference has been so competitive all year. Uh, we were not surprised that uh, every every match just about was uh, well two of them went to shootout. So 
tough, tough matches through into the first round of the Big 12 tournament. How tough was that uh, in in a span of three matches? You play West Virginia twice, one at home and once uh, in the Big 12 tournament. <laughs> how, how tough is that? Well, I mean, I think that's just the nature of of, of our of our conference. And you know, it's funny going into the tournament. We talked about you know the seedings don't really matter. I mean, I don't know that there was really an easy team to face. You know, the the one eight game went to a shootout. You know, so it, it's. Uh, there are no easy matches when you are in our conference, and especially none when you get into conference play. So no easy route to the championship, for sure. Paul Johnson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach. So uh, so now it's it's uh, you're at the spot you didn't want to be in. Uh, it's kind of taken out of your hands now to get to the NCAA tournament. Where do you, where do you feel like you sit right now as far as getting an at-large bid? Well, yeah, we're we're definitely sitting where we didn't want to. I think a couple of weeks ago we were sitting in a place where you know it was in our hands. We were in a good place, and we we got some ties and, uh, and dropped a match we shouldn't have dropped. It kind of plummeted our RPI to a point where we're sitting right on the bubble, you know. And uh, some things need to go our way in some other leagues um, to help us get in for sure. So we're not out, um, but we're definitely not fully in either. So we're going to do the waiting game this week. We're going to watch a lot a lot of soccer. <laughs> Uh, through this last week of, of, of uh, the regular season and, and conference tournament play for the other leagues and see where we sit. We'll find out Monday for sure, but uh, we know we're definitely not out, which is a great place to be, but um, you know, we'll, we'll be sitting and kind of waiting and waiting and praying and um, hopefully getting healthy too so that you know, when, if we do get the call to play, we'll be ready to go. Yeah, that's good. What is the uh, what's what's the process like, or what's going on now behind the scenes uh, leading up to that selection announcement on Monday? Well, there's the the country is split up into five regions, uh, and so there's five regional committees that meet via phone, you know, every two weeks throughout the season, just to kind of see where teams are and have conversations about how teams are doing, uh, looking at everything from RPI to strength of schedule to, you know what have they done lately type of thing, how are they trending. And those five committees, you know, meet, like I said, every two weeks. And then the, the heads of those committees also meet uh, on those weeks as well to talk nationally about the, the what the scope looks like nationally. Um, so that's going on. Of course, as we get closer here, things get a little bit more uh, – some things get more clear and some things get a little more foggy. So I uh, do not envy the position of, <laughs> of, of those committees. And then – the national committee, I think there's uh, a total of 10 people on that final committee that get together in Indianapolis uh, over the weekend, similar to what they do probably, probably in basketball. And they sit in a room and watch conference championship finals uh, on that Sunday and uh, put their notes together and their heads together and try to make the best decisions possible for who should be in and who should be out. That's fascinating to think about, you know, and that's that's where your fate lies right now, isn't it, for the Baylor team uh, in the hands of the committee. Yeah, and it's tough this year. Our, our region isn't isn't showing as well, really, because the Big Twelve, who we're, the Big Twelve is the the leading conference, kind of in our in our region. Uh, we didn't have the best year from an RPI standpoint, um, so it's gonna be a little bit tougher uh, from our our region standpoint too to to get in. But you know, we're sitting with a, a pretty good space where we've got two two quality wins in the you know top twenty five, and uh, really no no losses in the top fifty, uh, and I think. We played uh, for five, five or six games in the top 50. So we've got some really good results. We've got one or two blemishes that aren't awful. Um, but we're just hoping that the good outweigh the bad at this point and that there's 
anybody we come up against on the table for the selection process, their theirs doesn't look as good as ours. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you got some positives on your side that uh, that may you know swing things your way when it comes down to the final decision. Yeah, and that's a good place to be. You know, I mean, again, we are you know we're it's a possibility, so we're we're hoping that uh, the way that they the lenses through which they look on on selection day are in our favor. Uh, I'm guessing uh, you, you're still practicing, right? Are y'all still practicing this week until you know something for sure on Monday? Yeah, for sure. I mean, our season isn't over till they till they tell us it is. Right. And, uh, so, you know, we we're going to train. We're going to uh, recover. We've got, you know, if we do, if we're still in. We don't play for over a week, so we've got some time to get our bodies recovered, get our minds recovered from you know the, the strenuous season that we've just been through. So that's an advantage. Should we play, that we'll have some time to recover. So we'll take advantage of that. We'll get our minds right and bodies right and heal up a few nicks and dings that we've gotten through the season. So, um, But we'll be practicing, and then we'll find out on Monday if we'll continue to practice next week or not. There you go. What's that look like uh, next Monday? Uh, what time is that selection show? Oh, you know what? I don't even know off the top okay. of my head. So I got you. That would be a Katie question. Katie. Uh, <laughs> I'll get the answer. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Okay. Hey, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, and as always, we appreciate your time here this afternoon. Thanks always, Jamo. Appreciate All right, Paul. it. All right, Paul. Thank you very much. Paul Johnson, Baylor soccer coach. Baylor soccer now really just uh, has to sit and wait. Uh, their fate to get in the NCAA tournament is in the hands of the selection committee. Yeah, that's never fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, unless you, you know, like there's – you know, Baylor men's and women's basketball the last few years, you, you're yeah. just waiting to see yeah. where you're seated, you know. That's but right. when, you're, different. when you're a bubble team, it's it's not a lot of fun, to you know, waiting on Sunday and then and then watching the announcement and hoping that your name pops up, you know. And he said they are squarely on the bubble. Right. I mean, no question about it, they are squarely on the bubble. To put it in uh, – to put it in uh, – what, what bracketology speak right that you know how they always do the last four in last four out right they'd be in that range i guess that's is what he's right. basically saying yeah that yeah. might be right i don't know if anybody does bracketology for uh, right NCAA be, soccer if, <laughs> i may have to look that up there you go there may be a, an opening there uh market there so we appreciate paul and uh we'll watch with great interest the ncaa selection announcement coming up uh on monday and see if baylor's season will continue beyond the big 12 tournament all right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We'll go to Fort Worth, let you hear uh, from Jerry Kill, the interim head coach for the TCU Horn Frogs. Also let you hear from Jeremiah Donati. He is the athletic director at TCU. Their press conference, their weekly football press conference today, uh, I thought it was very interesting. See what you think. Uh, we'll play some of that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They were closed uh, yesterday, closed on Monday, and back at it today. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the Baylor Club. The Club Eats to Go is uh, going strong. Let's see what they have on the menu this week. All right, it's about to turn really cool. I'm not going to say cold, but cooler than it is right now. And they've got chicken pot pie available. Now, that sounds week. great. Oh, doesn't it have to be cold weather yes. to have to enjoy chicken pot pie? Yes. But they've got it at the Baylor Club. <laughs> that is a great offering. Also, beef stroganoff, that fits right in. Lemon and rosemary baked cod, stop. Vegetable lasagna, yes. And then their Friday night date night, back, uh, bacon-wrapped filet, 
All of those uh, entrees are available for Club Eats to Go. What is that, you say? Well, that is something you uh, email or call and order. They fix it for you. You go by McLean Stadium, open up the back of your car or your back door. They put it in. You take it home, put it in the oven, and you have that great meal already prepared for you. Uh, Wednesday and Friday pickup only this week. Um, so you have to order. You would have to order uh, 24 hours in advance. Keep that in mind. But that is one of the great offerings from the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Club Eats to Go, and it is available right now at 254-710-8080. Check out their website. You'll get everything that they have to offer at the Baylor Club. That is the Baylor Club. TheBaylorClub.com. Mike Mosul and company do an outstanding job. Trust me, you'll appreciate uh, the benefits and everything that goes along with being a member of the Baylor Club. Check it out online, TheBaylorClub.com. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from volleyball coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, this week only from 6 to 7 p.m. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Kansas City Chiefs got a win over the Giants on Monday Night Football 20 to 17. Von Miller is heading to LA to join the Rams after a trade. The NFL trade deadline is today. Derrick Henry is out with the Titans and they have added Adrian Peterson to their practice squad. Mike McCarthy has said Dak Prescott should be full go at Thursday's practice as the Cowboys get ready to take on the Broncos on Sunday. The College Football Playoff Selection Committee first selection show is tonight at 6 on ESPN. Game 6 of the World Series tonight from Houston. Garcia will get the ball for the Astros. The Braves lead the series 3-2, first pitch at 7.09. Catch the UMHB Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas.
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Gary Patterson is a TCU icon. He's built this football program, and he's helped build this university and this community. And we're forever indebted to his incredible contributions um, to Fort Worth, to TCU, to TCU athletics, and to TCU football. Back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It is Jeremiah Donati. He's the athletic director at TCU. Met with the media earlier today, the uh, regular uh, Tuesday press conference that's been manned by. Gary Patterson for uh, almost 22 full seasons now in Fort Worth. A couple of different faces and voices up there. Let you hear from them today. First here is Jeremiah Donati. Again, uh, I thought very forthcoming in uh, going through the way things played out on Sunday when he met with Gary Patterson and uh, let him know that he would not be returning as TCU's head coach. These last few days have been really tough. Uh, Tough on on all of us here in the in the athletics department. Tough on the TCU community. You know, it's it's frankly it's a place that that um, was almost kind of unimaginable uh, not too long ago. And so it's just it's just I, I acknowledge and recognize that it's been a tough time um, the last 48 hours uh, for all of our horn frogs out there. But uh, I promise you, there are there are brighter brighter days to come. Gary Patterson is a TCU icon. He's built this football program and he, he's helped build this university and this community and we're forever indebted to his incredible contributions um, to Fort Worth, to TCU, to TCU athletics and to TCU football. But he's more than an icon. He's a friend, he's a colleague and he and Kelsey are family. They always will be. Um, and not just to TCU, again to the entire Fort Worth community. As, the, as our press release said, Chancellor Boschini and I met with Gary on Sunday and informed him we'd be making a head coaching change at the end of the season. Uh, we told him that he would always have a place here at TCU and that we wanted him to remain uh, within the athletics department in another capacity. As soon as we had come to this decision, we wanted to let Coach know right away. We felt that was the fair thing to do. Out of respect for Gary, we did not want to engage in the search firm without sharing our plans first. Uh, we felt that was that was fair. That, it wouldn't be fair, rather, to to do that. As you all know, the early signing period, December 15th, you've really got to get a head start on what your coaching situation looks like before you get in there. And we felt like letting Gary know as soon as our decision was made was the, was the right course of action. Ultimately, Gary thought that it was in the best interest of the team and the university for him to step away now rather than coach through the end of the season. Um, and he told us that he would prefer to explore other options rather than playing uh, a new and different role within the university. And so we mutually agreed to, to part ways at that point. I respect his decision and his judgment 
and what he felt was best for this transition, best for his team, which he made very clear was the most important thing, and ultimately for, for the school. So that afternoon we negotiated uh, the broad strokes of an acceptable agreement that would release him from his contract and allow him to step away immediately. And after that moment I asked Coach Jerry Kill to step in on the interim duty, which he um, gracefully accepted. We're still working through that agreement, uh, so it's not appropriate this time to make any further comments on, on what that agreement looks like. Uh, but I would tell you that, that Coach has been, he's been unbelievable in this transition. He's shown a ton of class and professionalism. This has not been easy for any of us. And so um, I'm just, just very grateful to him for the way in which he's handled that. Um, and I would, just stop, I would just leave on this, on a personal note, you know, I'm very grateful to Gary for the time we've had together. I've enjoyed uh, 10, 10 years working with him side by side, four years in the current role. But I think he'd agree that we've had a good working relationship, and, and I'll miss that. Um, we've had some great times together, and so uh, I know I speak uh, for the entire TCU community when I say that uh, to he and Kelsey that we'll miss them, um, but we know they won't be far, and, and ultimately we wish them the very best. That is Jeremiah Donati, the uh, athletic director at TCU. Again, I, I thought very forthcoming, explaining the whole situation and how things uh, how things sort of went down on Sunday afternoon. I, you know, I mean, uh, he he has, you know, there has to be a bad guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Either that, or that comes with the job. That's comes exactly right. And as as we were talking, you know, during that, um, since. The begin the beginning of 2018, TCU is exactly 500, mm. with four games to go this year, and they will be underdogs in three of them. Mm -hmm. And then you at know Kansas. they'll be favored at Kansas, you know. Uh, but um, so I mean, and I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb and saying that most people agree that the T that the program was going in the wrong direction. Like it, like you know, there you can have bad years, but there didn't seem to be signs that it was getting better mm -hmm. or f signs of hope in the future, you know? So, uh, you know, like we talked about the other day, I think uh, Patterson is a, a great coach, a hall of fame coach, you know, but everyone's tenure comes to an end. You know, I remember uh, it was sort of similar in, in the number of years they coach and the fact that they were both defensive innovators and, and, uh, and, and how much success they they brought to the teams that they coached, uh, uh, the similarities between Coach Patterson's tenure and Tom Landry's tenure, and the way that you know mm -hmm. the, the the that they both ended. There's a lot of similarities mm -hmm. there. I thought. Yeah, interesting. Well, I'll tell you somebody else who thinks uh, Gary Patterson's a Hall of Famer. That is Jerry Kill. He is now the interim head coach at TCU. He and Coach Patterson are reportedly really good friends for many, many years. And uh, Coach Patterson brought him to Fort Worth to be assistant to the head coach was his title. Now he's the interim head coach, and he met the media earlier today. Well, I haven't done this since the University of Minnesota. So, see if I'm rusty or not. But uh, I think uh, in my statement here opening is, you know, I appreciate the, the opportunity that uh, – you know, I got a, I was at Virginia Tech, came here to TCU, um, and uh, I've known Gary for 38 years, so there's a lot of, you know, motion built up in that. Um, he actually, you know, visited, and, and I imagine uh, you all visited on what the best uh, 
situation was, and he asked me to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, to be the intern, and and uh, you know, I said I'd do whatever he wanted me to do, and I owed him that, and he said I'd like for you to do that, so um, that's what I'm doing. But I would say that the thing that I think that the state of Texas needs to understand, and and uh, certainly TCU, you know, I, w I worked for Bill Snyder. Uh, for a short time and very close to Bill, but you know uh, this is the the house that Gary built. Let's let's you know you know to me uh, looking from the outside, and I've talked to several coaches throughout the country, and uh, he's uh, done an incredible job here. Um, you know, for coaches to stay 20 years uh, or been here 23 years is unheard of in this day and age. It's, it's it's not gonna happen anymore. It's just the way the business is. And for him to stay at one place and do what he's done, um, he's an icon. Uh, and several people have called me, uh, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. And it probably won't take very long to be a Hall of Famer. Um, very well respected in the profession. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to call him my friend. Uh, even though I didn't coach with him all these years, everybody thinks I coached with him, but I didn't, uh, except for these last two years. But uh, um, it's uh, he's had a hell of a ride, and uh, you know uh, most coaches don't get to say that really, you know, with uh, you know what he's done. And uh, I know that uh, everybody that's worked for him, uh, everybody that knows him, uh, you know, there's deep, deep, deep respect and. Uh, there's no question, you know. So yeah, ask Jeremiah about coaching. There's no question he'll be coaching again. Come on, y'all know him, and uh, you know he's he'll be coaching. I don't know what he'd be coaching. He says, Coach, I want to be a consultant, you know. And then after what I heard today, he may not want to be a consultant. So I never, you know, I, maybe a consultant's not a safe thing, you know. But uh, but anyway, um, you know, he's uh, special and. Uh, I hope that you all understand that. And what you see uh, sometimes is not what you get behind closed doors. There's not a more caring person in the world and more loyal person in the world than he is. And just look at the track record of how many people have stayed with him. That is Jerry Kill, now the interim head coach, uh, head football coach at TCU, Baylor and TCU Saturday. Coach Kill, among all the talk about uh, about Gary Patterson and him uh, taking over as interim head coach, there was one question in the press conference about Baylor. So here's what Coach uh, Kill said when asked about this week's opponent. Well, I, I think, you know, it's a lot of the same guys that we played against last year. The problem is, you know, we're running into these teams that got guys that are six years, you know, they're playing six years. And we have a young team. And that's the same thing with Baylor. They got a lot of holdovers. Oklahoma State's got a lot of holdovers. I can just keep going. But, uh, you know, they, they got that big nose guard, you know, from LSU, and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be hard to handle. But uh, our center's fired up about it. And uh, that gives him a chance to showcase his talents. So, but uh, they're aggressive on defense. Uh, I think Coach has been able to put his blueprint on it in, in a year's time. And, uh, you know, they're playing good football right now. And, and any time you're winning, you gain confidence. And as you gain confidence, all of a sudden you think you're pretty good. And then all of a sudden you're pretty good. And uh, that's kind of where they're at. And, uh, you know, we'll, ha we'll have our hands full. We, un we understand 
all the stuff that's gone on. But again, it's uh, you know our job as a coaching staff to to make sure that doesn't happen. And it's not gonna be easy. But uh, last I knew, there, life isn't easy. There's no guarantees, and you know you got to handle adversity. You can't handle a little adversity, then you know you're not gonna make it in this world. So we'll be well, you know we'll we'll be fine, and and uh, we'll be uh, playing for Gary Patterson. You know, over the next four weeks. I mean, that's our job. I mean, uh, that's what we need to do. That is Jerry Kill, now the interim head coach at TCU. Baylor and TCU comes up on Saturday. Aaron and I talking uh, during the break uh, both agree that TCU's going to bust out of that locker room. They're going to have so much energy when they come onto the field. Baylor needs to withstand that to start the game and, uh, uh, you know, try to douse that uh, energy that the Horn Frog players will have at the start of the game, at least on Saturday. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know what TCU fans would say, but I would think that Baylor, uh, along with Texas, is their biggest rivals. So you know they've already played Texas and Oklahoma. This is their last big rivalry game. It's right after Coach Patterson's firing. Yeah, I think they're going to come out, you know, uh, fired up. And yeah, Baylor needs to. Um, kind of douse that fire quickly, I think. Yeah. You know, either either get them off the field on offense really quickly and score, or if you get the ball, just take it downfield and score on that first possession. If you can do either of those things, I, I think then that, that that mindset of here we go again might start creeping in because they've had a pretty bad, pretty rough year so far. Sure, and, and that's stating the obvious that it's always good to start fast, especially on the road. If you can start fast, it is just very, very much in your favor. All right, take a break. Uh, reminder, the game is Saturday, 2.30 kickoff, Baylor and TCU. It's right here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Take a break. When we come back, look ahead, wrap things up, share some birthdays with you. More when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That's their website, pioneerboys.com. They are located at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane in Waco, also a location in Bryan. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5. They're open Saturdays, 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. If you're building a metal building or a barn dominium, the hottest thing going, and don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas, and we'd be happy to point you in the right direction. They are, quite simply, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Remember, they deliver and unload. It is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. The Bears making the trip to Fort Worth this Saturday for the rivalry matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears, Frogs, this Saturday from Fort Worth. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. 
Hi, I'm Amanda Cunningham, a local realtor born and raised in Waco, Texas. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, I would be honored to represent you. I have a team full of amazing agents and together we've sold over 30 million in volume halfway through 2021. I'm passionate about what I do and I love people. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home with global exposure, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. Offering buyer locators, direct relationships with Facebook, global networking, and your own custom websites are just some of the tools we use giving you the apex advantage. Our tools work. Call me, Amanda Cunningham, today, 254-495-0338. To find me, Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor, Waco, Texas. Search me on Facebook at Amanda Cunningham Realtor or find me on Instagram as well. I'm Amanda Cunningham with Cowell Banker Apex, and I cannot wait to hear from you. Lynch Auto Repair delivers dependable, honest, and affordable auto repair to their customers. They do complete repairs on foreign and domestic cars and trucks and specialize in electronic computer diagnostics to find out what is truly wrong with your vehicle, plus brakes and suspension repair. Your repair will be done in a timely manner and done right the first time. Family owned and operated since 1972, Lynch Auto Repair, 2900 Robinson Drive, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 530, 254-662-6833 and at lynchautorepair.net. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. with this final segment john morris show on this tuesday afternoon hey we appreciate you tuning in uh, wherever you might be maybe you catch us for uh, the whole hour maybe you catch us for uh, 10 minutes five minutes in your car 20 minutes across town uh or 45 minutes if you're stuck in traffic on the interstate but however long you're able to listen we do appreciate it and we remind you that matt mosley is coming up next among his guests Between 4 and 6 p.m., the lovely and talented John Denton, the color analyst for TCU football and basketball, coming up at 4.20 this afternoon. What else, uh, Aaron, between 4 and 6? We will talk with Kevin Lonquist from Beta Rivals, and uh, we will talk with Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic about TCU and the firing of Gary Patterson and that whole situation. So uh, uh, we're going to talk about that quite a bit. 
uh, with the uh, game coming up this Saturday against TCU. Very good. Sounds good. All that between 4 and 6 today with Matt Mosley. And a reminder, Tom Barfield, Ward White's weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, that has changed my uh, pattern of listening in the mornings, and I tune in to those guys in the morning. You can, too, every weekday morning, 7 to 9 here on ESPN Central Texas. You get up early just Mine's so you still can the listen same. to them. No. Yours I, yeah, is I, the same. I'm, I still get up at the crack of 11. <laughs> and uh, You're in REM sleep about yes, 7 a.m. Yes, and uh, – <laughs> I get up and have my oatmeal, and uh, I'm usually work eh, early in the week at about noon and then later in the week at around 1. Sure, yeah. So. All right, very good. Uh, Tom and Ward, weekday mornings, 7 to 9. Uh, let me share some birthdays with you today, second day of uh, November. Mm, looking, looking, uh, here we go. Birthdays today. Uh, Mark Dexter, y'all don't know him. Mark uh, lives in Danville, Kentucky. Happy birthday to him. Uh, same for Marjorie Payne. Uh, she and I were in school together at Danville High School. Happy birthday to Marjorie. Um, Michael uh, Michael Dean's birthday is today. Michael is retired, uh, I think fully retired, uh, worked with Oklahoma as their broadcast engineer, OU, for many, many years. Uh, so happy birthday to Michael Dean. He's got a grandson who has an affinity for Baylor. So he grows up around all this OU stuff. And uh, Michael introduces me to his grandson at one basketball game up there, and he's wearing a Baylor jersey. So love that guy. That's great. Happy birthday to uh, Michael Dean today. And uh, Mike Kesser up in Stillwater. It's his birthday today as well. So that's all I've got uh, birthday-wise. Um, I do want to go back to the weekend. I know it's Tuesday, but go back <laughs> to the weekend. And it was Sean Hunt's birthday, either oh, okay. Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember what day. But uh, Sean with UBO Business Services, a uh, great friend, great partner here. Uh, Sean celebrated a birthday over the weekend. So going back to pick that up. Who would you add to that birthday list today? Just one today. Friends actor David Schwimmer turns 55. All right. All right. And a uh, fun fact about the cast of Friends is that uh, late in that series, in series run, as they were renegotiating their contracts, of course, most people remember who were a, around back then and who watched friends that they were all making all negotiated a million an episode, yeah. which was a lot of money. They also negotiated a percent of syndication Ooh, smart. and, uh, and, and future broadcasting rights. Uh, I think it's 2% for each of them. Is that right? Yeah. So they each make with, you know, the broadcast rights that, that, um, that the streaming services like Netflix and now they're up on, I think they're, uh, on uh, HBO Max, mm. um, but I think they all make about three to four million a year just on the residual residual rights of Friends. Wow, it's somewhere way. around there, three to four million a year just from uh, the uh, the percentage that they negotiated in their final contract. Good deal with with the uh, producers of Friends. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a a pretty. Nice. It's <laughs> not Seinfeld money. Uh-huh. <laughs> which what do you think they make in residuals? Oh, it it. it uh, I don't know if they're if if like uh, Jason Alexander and and the other main characters get a part of it. I do know that Larry David and and Jerry Seinfeld split almost all of it, and they make a lot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, seven eight figures. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Is that is is uh, Seinfeld the most successful? 
um, series in syndication? What would be what would be close to as that? far as monetary? Yeah, I, I would think Friends. Friends more. Yeah, than I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I would, I, I would have to look that up, and I'll I'll have it ready for tomorrow. But I, my guess would be Friends is probably. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, with as much money as Netflix had to pay them because they needed content because they lost Friends, they lost uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. You know, to uh, other streaming services were paramount picked those up right right yeah it was ba- or hbo max it was basically okay. the studios that own them to begin with just said no nah, we're going to keep them mm. you know because yeah. they want people to subscribe to their screaming screaming sure. <laughs> streaming services but uh <laughs> screaming was saturday right sunday i'm sorry <laughs> but um i don't know i have to look that up yeah. uh the most successful um syndicated series in history as far as monetary yeah, yeah that that would be the top two i would think yeah All right, very good. Hey, appreciate you being with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach today. If you missed any or all of that, Aaron has it up uh, already on the website at SyntexSportsFan.com or search uh, at 1660 ESPN. Also, we listened in to some of the press conference in Fort Worth today with Jeremiah Donati, the athletic director at TCU and interim head football coach Jerry Kill. That's uh, there, and it will be up soon on the website as well if you want to take a listen there. We're moving out of here. Matt Mosley is coming in. Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Our guest tomorrow scheduled is Brian Estridge, the longtime voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. Get his thoughts on the coaching change and the matchup, the rivalry between Baylor and TCU. That's tomorrow at 3. Right now, Matt Mosley here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll be uh, playing for Gary Patterson for the next four weeks. Waco football on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions conclude the 2021 season this Thursday night 